You are listening to episode 106 of the Game Deflators podcast. My name's John. I'm joined by Ryan. Hey, everybody here at the Game Deflators podcast. We'd like to talk about games we've recently picked up, games we're currently playing, and we're living in the past in this week's Inflation Deflation Challenge. So in celebration of the PlayStation 5 and, of course, the remake of Demon's Souls, Ryan and I decided to take a look back at Demon's Souls on the yes. PlayStation 3, which looked good, actually. You know what they say, John, if you can't join them, beat them. Yep, exactly. Well, if you can't afford it, just, well, we can. We just don't want to buy it. And we'll give you reasons to You can't episode. buy it. What do you mean I can't buy it? It's sold out everywhere, man. Okay, yeah, outside of that. I mean, if you could afford the $1,500 ones on eBay. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Or to 32,000 when the people are shill bidding up. Oh, man, I feel bad, man. Well, it's like that with the Xbox, just not as bad. So I guess the demand's not there. I've been seeing posts on, like, locally. You know, 1200 bucks for a PS5. 800 for an Xbox. Kind of shows you where things are leaning right now. You know, it's, it's weird. Like, this has been the most crazy year. I mean, we've only been doing this for two years. But this has been the craziest year of doing a podcast because we've been... You've been listening to us. You've been hearing us talk going back and forth back and forth like the ps5 the xbox oh the playstation 5's generation to lose and then all of a sudden it was just like oh wait man the xbox is like kicking the ps5's ass like the ps5 hasn't even shown their system they haven't told us how much it is like it felt like it took forever for anything to come out about the ps5 and somehow just like by being quiet like all of that hype that I had thought had built up to support the Xbox being like the superior next gen. Like I was so sure that they were going to be the ones who were going to kill it. But then between like the Halo Infinite delay and just like all of a sudden this huge upsurge and it's like, OK, now we know everything about the PS5. It comes out in two weeks. Boom. It feels like all anybody wants to talk about is the PS5 because like I guess being quiet built the hype for them and they just let that do it well yeah i mean you get people talking and wondering what's going to happen and what's going to be released and it finally happens and yeah it's just it's all hype but you know you forgot to mention here comes nvidia and amd floating in with their new graphics cards as well for that pc world nobody you know? cares John. oh come nobody on cares now. john all right well I'm, I'm buying an amd card uh, whenever i can get my hands on it, it actually comes out in four days. Oh, wow. Hopefully those don't get uh, all bought up by bots again. Yeah, well, I don't know, man. I haven't seen anything on pre-order, so it leads me to believe they're going to do a staggered type of release like they did with um, the Mario Game & Watch, which I guess went really well because, like, they didn't... Like, they were selling out throughout Walmart. They sold out at GameStop, but Best Buy was doing something at the Game & Watch where they were releasing product every few seconds, so it wasn't like, it's available it's not available like it would load for you and like when it became available they'd load it and then they also had an extra that way you couldn't have a bot going and buy a thousand of them yeah that's how it looked like they were doing an amazon actually for game and watch uh was only allowing one and i tried actually to see if i could do multiple so i put one on my account to order it and it was like nope can't do it and it was like okay let's try another account the same address nope won't do it you know it just would not allow me to get more than one which is awesome you know which so that's kind of what you want but uh, so this week we're going to be talking about the Xbox Series X console and uh, they are reportedly shutting down at random. And then also the PS5 has bricked consoles and other issues reported uh, rest mode 
and hard drives seemingly are the main culprits on that. And then out of all of this, uh, how is Nintendo going to stay relevant? So uh, we've got a quote on here of what Nintendo is going to be doing um, to really just kind of keep gamers in the fray and going towards Nintendo. So let's start out, of course, with our recent pickups. Ryan, it looks like you got some. But I let's, do. But let's start with me. Let's okay. Start, yeah, we'll start with me because I'll be pretty quick. So I ended up picking up uh, Double Dragon on the NES. I got it last week before the episode, but I don't know how deep I got into it. I also got Curious George on the GameCube. I don't know why, but it was a dollar. You were curious. I was curious. And then Jaws Unleashed. And then also, after that, uh, for my anniversary, my wife gave me a GameStop gift card, which I put towards Sakura Rice and Ruin, which is like a side-scrolling cutesy JRPG. Not even JRPG, just cutesy anime-like game on the Nintendo Switch. So I bought that. I think that's supposed to be a pretty good game. Yeah, that's what I've been hearing, and the reviews look really good, too. And I, I'd had my eye on it, and then it just, like, kind of triggered when I saw a Facebook post, and I happened to have the GameStop card, so I was like, yes, let's buy it. Uh, and then the other one I purchased was the Game & Watch Mario. So I got a couple of those uh, coming my way. I've got one that comes today, as a matter of fact, through Amazon, and then uh, another one through Best Buy for pickup. We'll see how it goes. I think eBay's flooded, so it might be one of those of just return it. You know, I might open it, might not, don't know yet. And of course, I will hack it. So that's what I've got on my pickups this week. What did you pick up? Whoa, uh, hold on. Wait, what? Okay, I see what you picked up. Go on. So for anybody not in the know, uh, if you are a lucky person or a smart person or uh, an addict like me, and you can't stand to have ads on your YouTube, so you subscribe to YouTube Premium. When he says addict, he means an addict for YouTube. Exactly. Go on. Uh, so I've had YouTube Premium for years now, and it's like my favorite service that I pay for. Not that it gets me anything extra, it just gets rid of the ads. Because like you'd be surprised how little I actually have to engage with ads in <laughs> anymore. So a new benefit of this is that if you had... YouTube Premium before November 6, Google is giving away free Stadia. You get the controller and the Chromecast, normally a hundred dollar value for a hundred dollars off. My wife has premium as well. So, so yeah, you can just go in and order it online for free. Huh. Uh, you do have to sign up for Stadia Premium, which is like a 30-day trial. So like once I get my Stadia in the mail, I'll probably just cancel it right away then yeah. uh but i mean it's a free chromecast and a free controller so like i don't see where the losing situation is here yeah i mean it sounds legit so i might have to look into that too and see if there's a, a catch 22 the price is right yeah okay well before we get into your currently playing we'll talk about my currently playing so uh i got back into playing jade cocoon it is interesting so you saw a little bit of it today mm -hmm. and, you know, you got the whole monster capturing component. You've got the, you know, weaving or stringing together different monsters to merge them and, and make new ones and make silk and all this other crazy stuff. So it's pretty cool. I had my first big battle today against um, a bandit of some sort. And uh, it was interesting. He had a southern voice and was like, you're on my turf. And I had to battle him and destroyed him pretty handily. And now I am into the next part of the Dragonfly Forest. So there's multiple forests in the game. And it looks to me like I'm just dungeon crawling. It doesn't even feel like a standard JRPG or RPG in general. It's just like you're dungeon crawling. And that's it. So we'll see. 
It hasn't really picked up story-wise either. Um, I am determined, though, to beat it and not drop it off. I, I'm not going to pull a Ryan while playing this game. But I can assure you, when I finish this game, I'm playing God of War on the PS4. Nice. So Good my, choice. Yeah. So that is my next game that I'll be playing. But yeah, Jade Cocoon, pretty interesting. Uh, but so far, not for me. But I'll beat it. All right. What are you currently playing? Are you are you playing Persona? I am playing Persona. Are you slacking? I or... am not meeting my one hour a day quota. Oh, I am falling man. behind. I think we're now at 44 days left in the year. Ooh. And I've gotten a little bit further. I'm in the bathhouse trying to rescue Kanjakun from the TV. Uh, and then I don't really know where the story is going to go from there because I think that builds up the whole core cast at that point i don't know maybe there's another character that i'm not recognizing from i don't know wallpapers that i've looked at and images of like here's the cast of the game like i think that's all of them but i could be wrong so there might be another like you gotta rescue the person and then the whole story really gets kicked off because right now it's still getting the band together yeah uh, i am absolutely still loving it like have you played a Persona game? No. Okay, so it has this really fun, like, it's a pretty standard battle style, turn base, you know, you pick the moves you want. But each of your characters, like your supporting cast, have a Persona that you can't change out. You can have, like, six or seven of them that you could switch between. And usually you're switching them because of, like, they have different, like, elemental strengths and weaknesses and different spells that they can cast. So if I'm in a battle with, like, three monsters and I use, like, an ice attack on one of them and they're weak against ice attack, I get to go again. And then I can ice attack the next one. And then I can go again. And I can ice attack the third one. And once they're all, like, if you hit somebody with a weakness or a crit, they get knocked to the ground. And then your whole group just like all kind of walks up to each other and they're like, are we going to beat the hell out of these guys? And you're like, yeah, we are. And then you basically just instant KO them. Jeez. Yeah. So you can go through battles like at a really smooth click as long as you're exploiting the elemental weaknesses and stuff of all the enemies. And then it's just a matter of like trying to make sure you're keeping your health and SP up. After the battles, you get like these card draws where if you do really good you can like get all of the cards and it guarantees you another card draw after the next battle. And you can kind of keep that going, but it's not always positive. Like sometimes it'll be like five cards and you only get to pick three, but if you pick one that has the XP you get, you can pick two more cards. So mm -hmm. it's like, I, I don't know. That system is, it's not something I'm paying super attention to. Cause I figure like I'm playing on normal mode, like, I'm probably not going to get into a position where I'm going to really have to like grind my ass off to get through this experience. It's just going to be a matter of just like getting through it. So I'm not super concerned. I'm not really trying to min max. Like I have not a guide, but an app that has a calendar of all the events that you can do during the day and which social links you can meet up with. But I'm not following like a step-by-step -step guide of like, you got to go here on this day to talk to this person to do this thing. Like, I totally skipped a day where I was supposed to do something important so I could go hang out with the girl that I'm courting, you know? So it's like, you can't do everything in one playthrough anyway. So I'm trying to just focus on having fun and getting through it, but 
in the back of my mind, I do have that like giant RPG guidebook in my head that's like, no, you must do everything. You've got to do the side quest. You've got to. But then I realize, you know, that's probably why I don't beat a lot of games, because you get so distracted doing all the side stuff. You don't even have time to get through the main quest. Like I've gotten through like the first 15 hours of Final Fantasy 15 twice. Mm -hmm. And oh, my God, that game has some side quests. Well, and like r trying to run around the map and pick up all the stupid items that I'm never going to use. They're just going to sit in my inventory. I liked that game, though. That was good. But uh, I don't know. There's just so much to do, so little time, so precious, precious little time. I, I really got to, like, have a good, solid day where I wake up and all I do is play video games all day and, like, bust out a 10-hour stretch of it or something. Like, I need to do that to, to save myself. It's going to be tight. Yeah, you're going to have to dig in deep on that one, dude. Am I going to get punished? I... Uh, the first thing that went to my head was like sorority and fraternity punishments. I'm like, why was that the first thing that went in my head? <laughs> no, no. And you went for like a whipping motion instead of like a no, chugging it's a paddle. motion. It's a paddle. Oh. Yeah. God, man. Like <laughs> <dude>, a whip. <laughs> no, I don't have any whips in the house. <laughs> yeah. No, we'll, we'll see. Your punishment may be you have to come to my house every day until you beat it. Which that's punishment in itself. Yeah, yeah. Just it having is. to come to my house. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, let's see. So, Persona. I've heard good things about it. Obviously, you're enjoying it from what you're playing. And um, yeah, we'll see what we got cooked up for next year. Actually, I had decided on what I was going to play next year, but I will now. I got to call Justin because I forgot what it was. I've been throwing around a bunch of ideas, trying to think of like, because the whole idea is what's something that you've always wanted to play, but you've never gotten around to playing it. And it's like, there's lots of games that I would like to play, but they don't really match that criteria. Like this and Zone of the Enders are both things that like, I had friend telling me since like, you know, high school to play them. So I'll show you what I'm going to play, but don't obviously say it on the podcast because we got to save it. But I'm going to play the, the first one of this oh. on that console. Yeah. So that is one I've always wanted to play. And for some reason, never did. I, it I seems played right up your alley. Yeah, it is. And that's the thing. Like, I've played bits of it over the years, but I never beat it. And never, like, really kind of dug into it and said, okay, like, this is a game I'm going to play for whatever period of time. And I've played similar games to it and never beat those, funny enough. But, yeah. So we'll, we'll give that one a shot this year and i should beat it pretty quick and i've got that console and one two three rooms in a house so i could just grab it and go and do what i need to do which would be cool um all right so uh, let's dig into our articles this week i don't know how long we're going to take on these but i think we should probably combine the first two here because they're pretty close in terms of you know what we're talking about and i'll, I'll just get both of your thoughts in general on it before i jump into mine but uh, the first article we're going to reference here is the Xbox Series X consoles are reportedly shutting down at random, and that one's by Ewan Moore at uh, Gaming Bible. And then the other one that we're going to reference here is PS5 bricked consoles and other issues reported, rest mode and hard drives seemingly main culprits. That is by Nathan Birch at WCCF Tech, and I think that's at, so we can reference them on there, on Twitter. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, and that being said, with Twitter... You, you can, can uh, find us on Twitter. Go on. Go, go. You at go, Game you Deflators. 
not the Game Deflators. They don't like the on Twitter. But you can find us at the Game Deflators on Facebook, Instagram, thegamedeflators.com. Uh, obviously, find us on podcast applications as well. Especially the one you're using currently. Let us know. Leave us a six-star review, if possible, on your current podcast application that you're listening through. And be like, hey, I'm here. I matter. So... You and also, us. before we move on, we almost, almost forgot video game trivia. Oh, gosh. Almost. All right, Ryan. What popular dining franchise is the founder of Atari also responsible for? Tapper? No. Chuck E. Cheese. Wait, what? Yeah. Apparently, Wait, no, read the question again. What pop? Well, well, the question's done now. But what popular dining franchise is the founder of Atari? Is the founder of Atari responsible for? Okay, I was thinking yeah. like game franchise, not like restaurant franchise. All right, we'll give you. We'll give you one more. We'll give you one more. Who released the first flight simulator game? I want to say Microsoft, but that I'm... is correct. I wasn't going to let you go with something else. So you okay. got one. You got it. You got it. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, we got those two articles right here. Um, I'll be back next week with better trivia. Well, you, I, you've I, had to do it like two, two or three weeks in a row now. I've literally been pulling from the same list. I just Google like video game trivia 2020. And now yeah, same right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you think we come up with these questions ourselves? Yeah, no, we definitely don't. Okay. So you first on your thoughts on both of these consoles seemingly having bad issues. So, I mean, this is the first that I'm hearing about any of this, like the news sources that I listen to and have been checking out recently have had no mention of this. And it could just be because, like, it hadn't really been out there in the wild long enough the last time I looked at it to really get because, like, PS4 came out on like what or PS5 came out on like Wednesday, I think, and Xbox came out on like Monday or something or maybe last week. I don't exactly no, because there was no way I was getting one. So why do I care what date it is? Right. So I, I'm amazed, but I guess I shouldn't be like, I know that this isn't unknown or uncommon necessarily for a launch to have, you know, a few bugged consoles. And it's not like it's happening to everybody. Like, I feel like if this was like a giant issue, for a ton of users, I definitely would have heard about it before this. It seems like it's just, you know, your average failure rate for, you know, some untested first hack out of the factory tech. Well, and here's the interesting thing is that I've seen multiple posts on this, right? Of some people saying, well, this is why I don't buy first generation consoles. It's actually part of the reason I don't buy first generation consoles because of prior issues that I had with bricked consoles. But... The, the other, red rig of death. Yeah, right. So, but the thing I look that at that took here, years to happen. Uh, I don't remember if it took years or not. But here's the thing: like, if these consoles are having issues right now, and we're just getting small reports here or there, that's just a current failure rate we know of. We don't know if this is going to expand further at this point. Like, these consoles just came out within the week, so this could expand to say it's not just a like one or two percent failure rate that you you know oftentimes will see. But maybe we're looking at 15% failure rate, 20% failure rate. Who knows at this point? Like, we're not at that area where we can really just say, yeah, this is going to happen consistently across the board. But we're also not the area where we can say, 
yeah, this is just a few consoles. Like, we well, don't know. And as fast as they're trying to push out production, I'm sure, because they're trying to keep up with, like, you know, there's so many people out there that want one that just can't get one because it's unavailable online. And that's literally the only thing stopping them. So I'm sure that they're like yelling at the factories and being like, no, just keep sending them out. Just keep sending them out. Like they're not going to stop those lines to try to figure out like if there's a bug in something. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of that stuff should have been figured out beforehand anyway. So, you know, I would suspect a a bulk of this is probably going to be set up with firmware updates, you know, to, this will get fixed right away. It shouldn't be an issue. And I'm sure Sony and Microsoft are both on these issues right now and trying to figure out what's going on. And a lot of it seems to be linked. So like this one guy um, that posted about his uh, Xbox reportedly shutting down all the time, I believe it was tied to primarily just a Call of Duty game and trying to play that is what I recall seeing on there. And then with the PS5, a lot of it seems to, you know, yeah, it's tied to the rest mode hard drives, but the main game I think that's giving people issues is the uh, Spider-Man remastered of Miles Morales. Well, and playing PS4 games. Yeah, yeah. Off of the hard drive, dude. The PS5 just came out. You can't play a PS5 game. Like you're already like I understand people want to see like the up-resed PS4 titles and check out those performance modes and and stuff on there. Get their 60 frames. But come on, man, play some of those new games they just made at least. Yeah, well, I mean, some people just sold their PS4s to be able to afford the PS5, you know, trade it in and and get the new consoles. So I can understand where somebody's like, I don't have any PS5 games to play yet. Or maybe they're playing those digitally for the time being and they're doing physical PS4. Not sure how that's looking for a lot of folks. But yeah, you know, like I said, I anticipate these will be fixed over time. It shouldn't be a major issue. But again, you know, I have to reiterate, this is a reason I typically wait, you know, see what the bugs are, see what issues are occurring. There's no availability of it right now, so even if I wanted one, I can't grab it. And the other thing being is I I really do plan on waiting until, you know, a next-gen PS5 model comes out. Yeah, I I don't see any mention of the Series S in here having issues in that article either, which, you know, it could just be because it's not as, uh, you know, performance-heavy maybe it is more to do with like whatever the combination of you know parts and pieces that they have in the series x that's causing those issues or maybe it's just the high demand from either console of you know these next gen games i don't know i'm not a science person yeah so uh you know at the end of the day my advice to anybody if you're looking to purchase one of these new consoles whether it's a series x or a ps5 I mean, if you're really wanting to play online with some buddies and you all got the PS5, cool, go ahead and grab it. Me personally, and I know Ryan as well, Ryan's waiting for a prettier version of PS5. Prettier PS5. I'm waiting mainly because I have a backlog of PS4 games and I just have no desire to pay $500. Uh, PS4 only? Because I see a giant backlog of just all games. Okay, a giant backlog (laughs) of a lot of games. But I could play these at any point, right? i got a whole life to live. Um... Yeah, I got a lot of PS4 games that I want to play, uh, God of War being the next big one I'm playing, so there's no reason right now for me to get a PS5, and on top of that, PC is right where it needs to be. I'm going to end up picking up that AMD card, be able to do more stuff on the computer, plus play some games on the series, or not Series X, but Xbox Game Pass. So yeah, we'll, we'll see how it all goes. Um, but yeah, my advice is wait. Like, it's not going to hurt you to wait, you know, six months or three months, whatever it may be. Like, give this some time to kind of work the bugs out, let availability hit back on the market, 
and wait for some of these delayed games to become available like yeah like i mean do you really need an xbox without halo infinite yeah like it's patience like that's that's why ryan and i well why i have a lot of games is because i'm super patient and i pick stuff up later in the life cycle when it's cheaper when i want to play it you don't have to have it right then and now it's i understand it's the hottest thing but it's not needed I mean, when you can spend a whole year actively not playing Persona, who needs a new console? Exactly, exactly. I actually saw a related to this. There was a guy that was bragging on Facebook. He's like, oh, yeah, look at this. I picked up my new 8K TV. I'm all ready to go. I'm like, 8K TVs are like $3,000 for the size. He had like a 55-inch. I'm like, dude, if you look at the trends of TVs over the years... That TV is going to be, be like, half price next yeah, year, 30 to 50 percent less next year for the exact same TV and improvements because they always improve things year over year. Cheaper production costs and, of course, better things coming out of it. So that's another thing. If you're going to buy a TV of these consoles, do yourself a favor and seriously wait. You're not going to get the full 8K experience in the first year of a console's life cycle. And by the time you are, the TV is going to be 30 percent of a price of what it is right now. Like so dumb. So, either way, hopefully take over our advice. Otherwise, enjoy your PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series X and 8K TV. Also, send us some money if you've got that kind of money hanging around. <laughs> yeah, right? If you got that kind of money around, like, do some ads on our podcast. Okay, so uh, next thing here, dude, is Nintendo will undertake a variety of initiatives to keep people playing the Switch. Uh, so, from that title, man, it sounds like a new Mario game's coming out. So this is uh, this is just an excerpt from Nintendo's six months financial result briefing Q and A. Yeah, and this one's by Raw Eat Cowboy at Go Nintendo. So, what are your thoughts on that comment? Um. So yeah, the comment that they have here is just that. Let's see. Well, just read in full. People buy new software for different reasons, and they have different levels of interest in games. Because of this, we will come up with and undertake a variety of initiatives so that many people will maintain their interest in our games and entertainment. So, yeah, sure. Go Nintendo. Yeah. I mean, of course Nintendo's, like, going to have to kill it next year to compete. Like, I mean, they've already blown all their sales figures and stuff out of the water this year. I mean, like... New Horizons is like one of the best-selling games like I've ever I in my recent memory like people are constantly going nuts for the Switch being sold out. I mean, I think there's a lot more availability now because it's you know, holiday season and they're trying to get those bundle packages out there. But like next year there's all kinds of speculation about this, you know, new version whether it's a switch 2 or like a home only version like we're going to see some other kind of iteration of the switch next year most likely we're going to be getting breath of the wild next year i think next year is like zelda 35 so who knows like with all this you know cool mario stuff we got this year we'll probably get some really cool temporary zelda stuff next year uh next year is going to be a good one for nintendo especially because like this year they've had to compete with like all the hype cycle for the next gen. So even though they've been putting out good stuff and doing really good numbers, like I don't remember a lot of real like announcements. There's not a lot of stuff that really gets me personally excited. Like a lot of the Nintendo directs, like the partner directs and stuff like had some interesting looking games, but like 
everybody was really looking forward to like a final like really good Nintendo first party direct and we didn't really get what we wanted out of that so next year when everybody's going to be playing the PS5 and the Xbox instead of talking about it that'll really give Nintendo a lot of breathing room to be like hey Uncle Nintendo's here look what we brought you oh my god dude I could just see Nintendo being that like Italian uncle coming in and just dropping toys and yeah and video games you know I, I do think too that we're gonna see some sort of like switch pro something that upgrades it to a home only based console i can't see them going just handheld only that would well they already did that's the light no i know i know but i mean like sticking to just being handheld only mm-hmm. you know like ditching the whole like um setup and everything for the home like i just i would like happening. an hd switch yeah if rather it, than like a switch pro home version for sure i think that that's what i would like to see something with like a nice like i mean this ipad screen is huge yeah like it doesn't have to be that big but it can look that good yeah no i agree with you so we'll see what nintendo or uncle nintendo brings next year but i'm right there with you i think we're gonna get some sort of console from them next year which will you know they knew outright they weren't gonna be able to compete with the series x and ps5's hype this year so a launch of a console of some sort would have been overshadowed 100 percent. but next year they'd have the entire market to themselves. Plus with Breath of the Wild 2, if you release some sort of Switch Pro and say, hey, uh, you know, Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be enabled. 1080p. Able- <laughs> 360. Uh, yeah, I mean, if they come out with like Breath of the Wild with like 4K, however many frames per second, and it's only going to be able to get played on this particular console if you want those resolutions, yeah, that would be money to Nintendo for sure. So we'll see. But other than that, based on that quote, it just sounds like we're bringing out more Mario. So I think next year we're due for, if not the next one, but the next announcement, at least for new Pokemon again. Really, man, they just Pokemon needs to die. We talked about that a long time ago. But I mean, that's like another big, heavy Nintendo. I mean, not really first party, but might as well be. You know what I want is a new Digimon world and... (laughs) Maybe some sort of Yu-Gi-Oh game and Pokemon to just fade off in its old prime. Let's bring back Metabots. <laughs> I just saw a post on that recently. Oh, really? I yeah. love Metabots. Yeah. Or uh, what's the other one? Uh, Animorphs, I think it's what it's called. No, those were the books. Oh, no, I know. I know. They need to make a game on it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, man, it'd be great. Well, you know what? For Pokemon, I got Jake Cocoon right now. Okay, that's going to be it for our articles this week. Super light. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot going on. Yeah, there was a launch of consoles. I mean, everybody's talking about the launch of consoles, but if you want to hear you know, people talk about what it's like to play the next gen, you got to go somewhere else, man. We don't we don't got time for that. Yeah, uh, no, we don't got the time right now. But, you know, when I do get that AMD card, we'll probably talk some more next gen cuz I'll get the Xbox set up. There you go. Yeah, or the Xbox teams, I mean. Just put an Xbox sticker on your your that's tower that's it's a I'll big do. black box it is i'll just put a little x on there and be like it's my xbox series whatever okay it's series z that's what it there is there you go yeah yeah okay so this week we played demon souls no not, not that, that one. one uh the ps5 one is not in our hands right now we played the playstation 3 game of demon souls from software developed it it was published by atlas usa and it was designed by i'm just gonna say miyazaki because i can never pronounce his first name uh, and it was released in October of 2019, and it is no. an action 09. role play. Oh, yeah, 20. Oh, oh, yeah, wow. 
just October came out last year, folks. Yeah, just last year, 2009. Can you imagine this next year HD remake they did? Wow, oh. they, what a turnaround. <laughs> oh my God, 2009. Dude, I saw the 9 just like 2019 sparked in my head. You know which 2019 I've had to hear at work this week? Like, oh, we talked about this report that we did in 2019. 2019, 2018. I'm like, guys, we're in 2021 almost. Uh, okay, so it's an action roleplay type of a game. And it had a reception of 4.5 out of 5 to really just 5 out of 5s in general for being the game that it is. Dude, I remember when seeing advertisements for this game and everybody talking about how balls hard it was and how difficult it was to get through it and how you were just going to have to learn to die in every single aspect of it. I feel like when we played it today, it didn't seem as hard. Well, we've been through the age of Dark Souls at this point. Like, it. this is one of those games that, looking back on it, I don't remember hearing a lot about it until Dark Souls happened. Well, and even then, Dark Souls overshadowed it. Yeah, so Demon Souls was, like, the hard-as-hell game. Like, I was actually surprised to see how well critically reviewed it was. Like, I figured that this would have been, like, one of those sleeper hits that, like, eventually Dark Souls came out of, but, like... Apparently, it was really well received when it did come out, and it just took a while to bleed into, like, the more popular culture of it becoming, like, a more widely played game. Because I always thought that there was no place for me in these games, because all I ever heard about was how hard they were, how hard they were. And then I finally saw some people play it, and then I got, uh, what was it, Dark Souls 2 was the first one I got, and I played through a bunch of that. And they're really... They're not hard, hard. They're just like, you got to be on top of yourself and not make mistakes. Like, it's not hard in like the way that like, I think that a shmup is really hard because like, you got to get the hell out of the way. And like, that becomes like quickly running a maze in real time as it's coming at your face unless you got to get the hell out of a way too <laughs> well you do but like there's tells and stuff like there's a lot of like the game shows you everything you need to know it's never really gonna cheat you out of your life like you're either being greedy or your camera's caught up on something and then yeah. it might not be your fault well and this game was beautiful when we played it i mean we both oh, yeah we both loaded up and looked and we're like holy crap, this still stands up today. Like, this is still good stuff. Who needs so, an HD remake? Yeah, you don't need an HD remake. Play the OG. <laughs> so, I, the time that we played on, we played the tutorial. We got through the first level. We played a good bit of that. Uh, I was doing really good on that first boss. Yeah, and then you fat rolled into yeah, the middle fat of... fat rolls. Yeah, yeah, those fat rolls. So, yeah, we chose, uh, just to go through it, we chose a soldier, which normally would not be the role that I go with. I would normally go with a different type of character. Uh, that's a little quicker mm -hmm. to be able to do those roles and such. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it was what it was when we were playing. And dude, I was hitting repost left and right. I was like, holy crap. I did not do that when my when I played Demon Souls initially. Uh, I didn't do a whole lot of reposting. But yeah, it was yeah. a lot slower than like yeah. when I was playing Dark Souls 3. Like it's definitely you could see the evolution like and also the bones like everything in that game is exactly what's in Dark Souls 3, but just without all the TLC, they piled onto it over the years. So like I couldn't play it the way that I played the others where I wanted to just like bloodborne it and just run up and slash the hell out of people because it was a little bit slower and a little bit like I kept trying to do the uh, like lunging R2 stab, mm -hmm. but it's like 
I would be slightly to the side and there wasn't enough like aim adjust or auto target or think, something to make me actually be able to hit them. I think you can auto target in that game. I don't recall. Uh, I'm, it's been so long. Yeah, since maybe I, I wasn't it. locking on or something. I think you can. Um, I don't I don't remember. We didn't really attempt it. I didn't hit any of the L3 or R3 to, to figure it out, but I believe you can. Uh yeah, so the game obviously looks good. Uh, I would have to say, though, on this is, you know, Demon's Souls is actually a Sony IP from a name perspective. So this could theoretically, like they own that name, they could do a Demon's Souls 2 if they wanted to. Just hire Bluepoint to make it. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, that's true. I don't know if From Software had any sort of involvement in it, but yeah. So yeah, hire Bluepoint to make Demon's Souls 2 and go from there. And uh, I think that, honestly, if they were to release the Demon's Souls 2, it would very much, it wouldn't be like the nail in the coffin for Microsoft, because it's way too early to say something like that. But it would be a good punch in the gut to Microsoft from a gaming perspective to be like, hey, you know that Dark Souls game that, you know, has been popular on all consoles and PC for so long? Well, guess what? We have Demon's Souls 2, which is like the same exact thing, and you can only play it on PlayStation. Yeah, but tell that to uh, every PlayStation owner when uh fallout 5 comes out as an xbox only yeah, elder scrolls 6 comes out nobody as an xbox only uh star whatever that they've been working nobody on cares about starfield <laughs> nobody cares about bethesda like come on that you can buy it on pc play it on pc you can play any xbox game on pc but or, you or not whatever. the ps5 people no not the ps well no i'm gonna get a ps5 at some point and i'll have my pc and i'll play my xbox games on there well, let's look at the uh, brass tacks here, man. So the most expensive version of this game is, oh, surprise, surprise, the PS5 uh, <laughs> version. And then the cheapest version is going to be the PlayStation 3, obviously. So at a complete in-box rate right now, this game is sitting at $21.24. Uh, it peaked at $24.50 back in September 2020. I would assume that was around the time frame that you know Demon's Souls remake was announced. So, of course, it would pick up. No, and in September. We've known about Demon's Souls for way longer than that. We have? Damn, Yeah, dude, they it's... showed it off at, like, E3 last year. Huh. No, you didn't. E3? No, you didn't. I think so. No. No, it was recent. Remember they did a whole PlayStation Direct thing? It, well, three months ago, we did not just find out about Demon's Souls Remake. I'm pretty sure we found out. Dude, time is blowing by right now. Anyways, uh, so that's trending up currently. Loose, uh, 1367, that peaked up at 1769 back in April of 2016. And okay, that's we heard trending about it steady. in June. Okay, June. That's when we heard about it. I just looked it up. You don't have to Google it. It was announced in June, June 11th. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I was trending steady at 1769 on the peak uh, back on that loose copy in April 2016. Mm -hmm. okay. I said that. Yeah, yeah, you did. So... so how do you think it holds up, John? What do you think? Uh, you know, as good as the game looks, and uh, if you can't afford a PS5 right now and you want to get your ass handed to you without any sort of servers or players to help you, this is the game to buy at $21.24. Uh, honestly, I, I'm not going to... It's so close. I'm going to say 20 bucks is about what you should pay for this game still. It's still a great game. You're going to be grinding the hell out of it to be able to do what you're going to do in the game because you can't play with anybody right now. Um, but I would say at 20 bucks, it's worth picking up, you know, especially if you can't afford, uh, a copy of it on the PS5 or you can't afford a PS5 right now and you, you still want to play it. You still want to experience it and then play the PS5 version later on down the road and see the improvements. 
20 bucks is seriously a fair price. And by the time you get to like, okay, cool, I can afford the PS5 now. I've beat Demon's Souls 1 or Demon's Souls on the PlayStation 3. You're going to get to that point where Demon's Souls is probably like 30 bucks on the other console. Yeah. You know? I- I want to see, I want to look at more games like this where it's like there's a new like Super HD total remaster or remake from the ground up. Like So Shadow of the Colossus is next? Yeah, (laughs) compared to, you know, the original version and then like have that same amount of time. Like, let's go until this came out in 09. So in 2029... Is the PS5 version of Demon Souls going to be about twenty bucks? So then, where's that going to put the original Demon Souls? Like, I wonder what that relationship price-wise is going to be between the two. Because like, you got to figure in a year, year and a half. Like, Demon Souls for PS5 will probably be down to like thirty bucks. You know. So then, are you gonna just are you gonna tell anybody to save nine bucks and buy the PS3 version? Well, I guess if you don't have a PS5. But if you have a PS5, you could realistically buy either version and play them on your console. So is it worth it to buy that newer one at the more expensive price or wait for that to go down and buy the older one so that eventually you can replay the other one? Because, like, it's a lot harder to go back from a more modern version of a game to an older version than to pick up that older version cheap, play through it, and then you still have time to look forward to the other one later yeah when these games are like direct remakes like this it makes sense like for me i'm not going to go back and play demon souls on ps3 because i already beat it years ago right mm-hmm. so i'd be looking forward to playing a ps5 version but if you haven't picked up any of these and you're not picking up a ps5 anytime soon yeah i would 100 percent say play the old one enjoy it uh if you have a ps3 lying around obviously and uh see if you like it because that's the other part too is you could get into playing this at 20 bucks play you know 10 15 hours and be like you know what this is just not for me and now you're not spending 70 dollars on a brand new game mm-hmm. you know so i could see this going either way i think it's free of playstation plus this month though isn't it or no mm, no this month it came, was i thought it came with it with bug snacks and demon souls and something else i think it was just bug snacks that was free, it was free. Okay. which is weird it's like I mean, I guess they felt compelled to have to have a free game their first month, but it's like, what's going to be free next month? PS4 game of some sort. Or it'll have some sort of like digital game, like digital only type game, Mm -hmm. you know, something from the PS4 that's now on PS5. I guess. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, either way, I would say pick it up. I think it is uh, the right price. So I think, uh, are you in? Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, next week, uh, so this was a PS3 game we played in celebration of PS4, or PS5, I mean. Uh, man, I've got so many gaffes today. It's crazy. So next week, we're going to play some Blinks on the Xbox. So uh, we'll check that out. Ryan is very excited to play that game. I've I, never played it. Really? I, I never played it either. So I remember be, uh, reading like the spread on it, though, back in Game Informer in the day. Yeah, this will be a new experience for us both. So we'll check that out. So catch the episode next week. Uh, of course... If you have any comments on this episode, find us on social media. So Twitter at Game Deflators, Facebook and Instagram at The Game Deflators, ah, podcast applications. God, man, tongue twisting, (laughs) tongue twisting today. So podcast applications out there, uh, Podcast Addict, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, wherever you can find a podcast, we're on there. And um, of course, TheGameDeflators.com. So awesome stuff. 
Well, that has been episode 106 of the Game Inflators podcast. My name's John. I'm Ryan. And thanks for listening.